0: pop a top again i've just got time for one more round set up my friend
1: all right welcome back to episode 65 of two drunk brothers in a podcast presented by the hub chicago it's super bowl week um, but we want to kick off the show to talk about Uh, Kobe Bryant a little bit uh, and the unfortunate passing of him and his daughter and um, the rest of the seven passengers on the helicopter uh, on Sunday morning. Um, You know, I mean, I wasn't the biggest Kobe Bryant fan growing up. Um, Really wasn't a big Laker fan at all. As a matter of fact, I actually kind of – It's not that we didn't like him. Yeah. It's just that we just didn't – I don't feel like we didn't get in the NBA until, you know, towards the end of his career. Yeah. I really got into the NBA – senior year high school and into college and my roommates like Kobe and uh, I mean it's just what he did for the sport of basketball was the I mean like the impact is is still being felt it will be felt for a very very long time oh absolutely I mean he's easily one of the best players and to ever step on the court uh great guy great family man yeah Not very unfortunate to see happen in general nonetheless at 41 years old with such a life ahead of him with young daughters and everything. But yeah. to commemorate him a little bit. And, uh, you know, it's great to see what the basketball community is doing surrounding him and their family at this time like, yeah. throughout the week so far. It is, yeah. I'm, I'm glad they decided to cancel cancel the game tonight. Uh, it's Tuesday, January 28th um, in L.A. I mean, just the emotion that you saw in some of the younger players and, like, some of the stuff they said. Like, just that, like, that was their Michael Jordan growing up. Like and yeah, it's kind of like you know a lot of the kids these days it, it's it's LeBron James, the mama mentality, um you know, anytime you toss anything in, into a trash can you will Kobe, I mean like it's just it's weird, it's kind of crazy, just you know everything that happened and transpired, didn't want to believe it, but yeah, I mean, shit, it's gonna be one of those its it's like one of those deaths where you know where you're at when you found out, like for me, I was. House shopping and Travis texted me because I had no service in Lowe's and he goes, "Dude, Kobe Bryant died." I said, "No fucking way." I, I think those were my exact words. Yeah, I mean, I was laying in bed sick with some sort of flu virus. Wasn't you, the coronavirus? You know, yeah, it's not coronavirus. Even though you I, I am drinking a Corona in honor of the coronavirus right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's very unfortunate news. Just wanted to put out, throw that out there, and just acknowledge the fact that that did happen. Yes. But let's get on to more, more exciting news. I La- guess. Last, last, last thing we want to say is thoughts and prayers out to the Bryant family and everyone that was involved in the accident. Um, so absolutely, and uh, we're gonna move on to some other stuff. And then before we jump into Super Bowl fifty-two, talk between the Chiefs and the Niners. Fifty-four. Is it 54? fifty-four? Live, L-I-V, fifty-four. Live L I V fifty-four. Are you sure? Yeah, it's 54. Oh, I can't read (laughs) Roman numerals for fuck. Roman numerals. Yeah, (laughs) Roman numerals. You guys can't tell Travis and I are actually recording the same location. I feel like these are some of our best episodes. Um, So we kind of want to talk. We we didn't do an episode last week because we we almost did, but we decided, you know, fuck it. We'll just wait and have a very, very loaded episode. We don't want to put out an episode just for the sake of putting one out for you guys. So obviously, since we last talked, Conor McGregor came back. Um, At UFC 246, knock Cowboy Cerrone out in 40 seconds. Um, We all want bananas here at Travis's house. It was fucking awesome. Um, But we want to talk about who's kind of next and what we see uh, happening next for Conor McGregor. Um, I'll kind of kick it over to Travis first and and hear his thoughts on that. So, yeah, for those of you who don't really know, or, I mean, most of you should know, his his fight against Cerrone was at the 170 weight. No chance that he can – he has a future in that weight class, This is too loaded. But he has to drop back down to 155. Um, obviously, I mean, probably and Khabib for the next fight. It's just whether or not he wants to take it. Or That's whether not, Whether or not Conor wants to fight three times this year, because if he wants to wait for Khabib, that might not happen until probably December. Yeah, because Khabib is slated to fight Tony Ferguson in April. Now, with that being said, they've tried to fight that fight, like what seems like five times now, and always the week of, Somebody misses weight, somebody gets sick, somebody gets an injury, and they, and they pull out. So I wish it was Khabib too, but like Travis said, I think Khabib's too stubborn and is going to make it wait till like it's going to be that big December card that's always at the end of the year. So Connor has to fight between now and then. Um, I could honestly see Jorge Masvidal because Jorge Masvidal doesn't want the title fight. Usman's hurt in the 170-pound weight division. Masvidal wants money fights. He said, I want the fucking – I want the money fights. I want to take a few draws um, or Justin Gaethje at, at 155. I could, I could see that too. Yeah. Either way. Uh, you know, who really knows, especially with Connor, what's going to go down, but yeah, I mean, that's since that fight was only 40 seconds. If someone can't make that April fight, I could see him being able to step up and, and, and take it. if could be or Tony Ferguson drop out. Yeah. I mean, that's true. It would be a uh, a quick turnaround for McGregor, but, like but he only he fought forty seconds, yeah. yeah, I mean he could do it. It's not like he so, went five rounds with Diaz, and you know was fucking bloody by the end of it, so what we we can both agree that we think connor's back, i mean, if it seems like he's a different guy now, um and he's ready to roll, yeah, absolutely. it was fun to see, good for the sport, good for connor u s c will be thriving with him, moving forward that's Connor McGregor um. So it's been a few weeks since this kind of happened. But. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of over it and probably getting the bare bottom of the news. But the Astros cheating scandal, that kind of went down. People got fired. Uh, Carlos Beltran, Beltran. Was, was the manager of the Mets for like a month. Yeah, and then stepped down, got fired. I don't really know I think what he, it was. I think, they, I think they mutually agreed to part ways because he was going to get fired. He was going to get fired. Same thing with uh, Alex Cora in Boston. Um and then the Astros manager got fired. I I think some of these players need to be punished. Yeah, and that's what I was about to say. They said that the players probably weren't going to, you know, the bullshit. catch any of the flack. But they knew damn well what they were doing. These are 20 to 30-year-old men. They know they're cheating. Yeah, I mean, Jose Altuve had a fucking mic in his goddamn jersey or a buzzer Fair. or whatever. whatever. You it looked tell what like it you could. They were just very fishy about it. The players, I think, something needs to come down on them. Maybe not. You know, like a full-on year suspension, but some cut and pay fine. But some sort of suspension needs to come for these players because they knew damn well what they were doing, and it's kind of just bullshit. Now the Dodgers going in and saying that they should be that they should get the 2017 World Series title is super soft. Yeah, I, I mean, mean that's absurd. That's not going to happen. If that happens, then I'm um, not saying they lost the fucking series. Because of that, I mean, it probably played a big part, but there's more factors in it than that. um You still have to hit the ball. My thing, my yeah. My thing is with cheat with stealing signs. I'm all for it. If if you have a guy on second base who's stealing signs from the catcher and reeling with the dugout, reeling to the hitter, I'm okay with that. But if you're using cameras and buzzers and banging on trash cans, no my way, whole, no way, Jose Altuve. My no way, Jose. <laughs> my whole thing though, too. I'm not defending it by any means, but I am saying like. When they were banging on those trash cans, you still had a split second chance, like to react, to yeah. Pitch that's coming. It's kind of hard. It's not I don't like, mind the banging on trash cans. I'm minding. I, I care about how they're stealing the signs using cameras and video. Yeah, but still, regardless, they had to hit the ball. The reaction time, like, and there was times where they got the they got the call in banging on the trash can. and we they didn't see, even get a hit. We, but you see video of like, there's one. I can't remember who it is. They bang on the trash can and he strikes out. and He looks at the dugout because they fucked it up. They got they got the sign. Yeah, off. so I mean, it was definitely not perfect. It's not like they, hey, we're gonna get this down and we know we're gonna win. Yeah, it probably helped him, but they were still a good team that year, nonetheless. Yeah, but that's kind of everything. Travis is gonna give us a quick gambling update. I know Travis and I are both doing good. Um, he put out my all-star parlay way late. Yeah, dude, we got really drunk on Saturday. We broke our. No, no, we didn't. We did that too the week before. But yeah. uh, we went to a brew festival, got really drunk. I was sleeping, didn't feel good, and then woke up like 30 minutes before the All-Star game. I was like, shit, I forgot to put this out because I wanted to wait for the day of so people could put their bets in that day if they wanted to. But either way, I we, still got we it hit. out on we time hit. for it to hit. I have bet a total of 36 games, uh, and I'm up 2.7 units. Jarrett, on the other hand, has been a total of 17 games, so slightly under half of what I've done. And he is up 4.65 units, making it a net of 7.35 units for the both of us. And we're 28 days into the year. Yeah, we're doing pretty good. January's rolling good. Got a big slate. Super Bowl Sunday's always huge. Um, We're going to talk about have a fully loaded Degenerates Digest slash, I guess, training topic segment. Um, about Super Bowl 54 and talk about the game itself and talk about all the gambling a- aspects of it. So let's get into it. Hey, everyone. As you know, we've been recording with Anchor for about a year now, and honestly, it's the best way to record a podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast because A, it's free, B, There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. I'm actually recording this ad from my phone, and they'll distribute your podcast to you for free to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and like 10 other platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership required, and it makes everything so simple. If you want to start a podcast today, go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. My friends are but I never change. All right, Super Bowl 54 is coming up this Sunday. Your San Francisco 49ers, um, the number one seed in the NFC, playing the AFC West champion Kansas City Chiefs, the number two seed out of the AFC. Um, And we just want to talk about the game itself first, like key matchups, impact players, um, how the coaches can impact the game. So I know Travis has got a little bit loosely than I I do. Um, I'll talk about my key matchups. We'll kind of go from there. Uh, my first key matchup I have in this in this game is the Niners' rushing attack. Niners' Niners' rushing attack, not just Raheem Mostert, but that whole entire backfield. Um, they average 144 yards a game. They're second in the NFL. Versus the Chiefs' rushing defense, who is 26 in the league this year, aver- uh, allowing 128 28 yards per game. So you got a very very good rushing attack against a not so good rushing defense. Kind of kind of going here. Yeah, I mean, and you said not so much like just on the soul part of Raheem Mostert. But I feel like what happened. He last came week, alive. Yeah, I feel like what happened last week. Two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago. Well, last game they played. And not only that, but just like if you look at his numbers throughout the year, when he plays, he is effective. Whereas Tevin Coleman is hit or miss. So for me, I would think that if you're the 49ers and you're the 49ers coaching staff, Raheem Mostert is your guy heading into this weekend. I honestly don't know if you give Tevin Coleman over eight or nine touches. Um, but yeah, it's been dangerous. The Chiefs, I feel like the only reason they were able to shut Derrick Henry down is because. I mean, he got three to five touches in the second half. Mike Vrabel completely abandoned the run game. I feel like Kyle Shanahan and this 49ers team are way smarter than that. No, yeah, that's exactly their um, – their MO, essentially, is, is, is they're going to run the ball. They're, Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo will only pass if he has to. Um, so, yeah, Raheem Moser should be the guy, which leads me into my second key matchup of the of the Super Bowl Um, It's the Niners' passing defense. They're first in the NFL at 169 yards allowed per game versus the Chiefs' passing attack, who was fifth in the league at averaging 281 yards a game. So, again, a very good passing defense against a very, very good passing offense. You know, who's going to get the upper hand here? Who do the Niners have to eliminate in your mind to kind of – obviously, Patrick Mahomes is going to make plays. If they can eliminate one guy on the Chiefs team, with that great with that great secondary, who is it? Who who do they have to take out? I mean, I've, it's going to have to be Travis Kelsey. I know, like Tyree Kill is good for those big chunk plays and those deep plays, but Travis Kelsey is the man who catches eight, nine, ten passes a game. Those third down plays, third and, third mediums, third and longs, where he gets a first down on those. Those are real big game killers. And he also anytime he catches the ball. His yards after the catch is driving his feet. So, I mean, I feel like he picks up a lot of first downs and a lot of first down yardage. So, if he can – they can kind of take that down and minimize that as much as they can, then they will have success. I'm not saying that the 49ers are going to shut down the Chiefs by any means, but I would like to see – I couldn't find it – the amount of time Patrick Mahomes had to throw the ball versus the Titans versus the amount of time that the 49ers let Aaron Rodgers throw the ball. Yeah, because – The pa- the, pa- the pass rush of the Niners is not just, gonna He's not going to have near as much time. They have it's four first-rounders on that defensive line. It's the Super Bowl. It's going to be something that Patrick Holmes has never seen before. I agree. I agree. So, um, I didn't – this is not one of my, my gambling props that we're going to talk about later, but if you guys could get some money on Richard Sherman getting an interception, I could see it happen because he plays in that cover two type zone defense where he shades in and kind of hides – Behind, behind, behind the linebackers, and really, uh, quarterbacks can't see him. I would not be surprised with Patrick Holmes being a young quarterback throwing a pick to Richard Sherman. Him just kind of being a, being a snake in the grass. Yeah, and what you just said is the exact way that he plays, and the way that the defense has him set up to play is if Patrick Holmes gets flushed out of the pocket, he's going to look for Travis Kelsey streaking towards the sideline. Yep. Richard Sherman's going to come up and pick that ball. I, I agree. So that's going to be a big factor there. Um, by the way, Darrell Rivas, get the fuck, dude, you, you loser. You're a loser. Yeah. Well, he, he was, was great, but. Great on the Jets. I mean, yeah, you got to. He couldn't, he couldn't hack it on the Patriots and went back to the Jets. So just shut your fucking mouth. Um, which leads me to my last key matchup. This is going to be, we just talked about it, the Niners pass rush. They're fifth in the league in sacks, 48 sacks on the year. That's three a game. Doesn't seem like a lot, but it's kind of a lot. Um, versus the Chiefs' pass protection, their pass protection is fourth in the league in sacks allowed. They only allowed 25 sacks all year. That's one and a half a game. So you've got a great pass rush versus a great pass protection. I don't know. I don't know if that's more Patrick Mahomes being elusive rather than the pass pro, um, but still, you know, something's got to give there. Essentially, it's definitely the elusiveness for Patrick Mahomes. And I am going to go out on saying too that there were a lot, a lot of misholding calls versus the Chiefs in that AFC Championship game. Um, it was, it was kind of crazy how many, you know, they missed. But I think that the Niners' pass rush is just something the Chiefs haven't seen. Yeah. If you look at, you know, the Raiders, the Broncos, and the Chargers' pass rush this year. I mean, the Chargers have a Bosa. Yeah, but not combined with everyone else at the Niners. No, have. I mean, Travis and I were talking like a few weeks ago in the divisional round like Solomon Thomas was a first round pick for the Niners and he's the third or fourth DN to come off the, to come off the bench. And he's a first round draft pick. I mean, and he's having a monster, he's having a DC year too. So, I mean, Bosa, Thomas, DeForest Buckner, like all those guys are just animals. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to be hard to stop. That's for sure. I do think, I mean, you're going to have to definitely eliminate or at least minimize those big plays that Patrick Mahomes can make with his feet like the Titans were unable to do. Yeah, exactly. The Titans just – they had no answer for Patrick Mahomes getting 10 seconds in the pocket, scrambling, running with his feet. Whereas the 49ers, I mean, from what the I've seen them, they are capable of doing that. So if they can do that, they shouldn't have – As long as they don't shoot up problem. field. As long as those ends don't shoot up field, they should be all right. Because then it's almost like that Madden play when you see those ends shoot up field and you see that. I mean, you just cut through the yeah. – yeah. They can cut through the tackle in the guard – you're gone. Yeah, you run. Well, even now you just run, run across the line of scrimmage and dump it down, throw across your body like Patrick Mahomes can do. So um, it's going to be interesting. So those are my matchups. I'm going to move on to two key impact players that I have, and we talk about these two guys because we haven't talked about them yet. Um, I picked one for each team. The first one maybe seem kind of may seem seem kind of obvious. Um, it's George Kittle, the tight end for San Francisco. But hear me out on this one. The Chiefs played three top ten tight ends this year. They played Darren Waller twice, Hunter Henry twice, and Mark Andrews once. In those games, those those tight ends averaged only fifty seven point eight yards per game receiving, and they only scored one touchdown. Hunter Henry scored a touchdown against them. So Kittle is going to have to have a big game. They've been able to. Sh- it seems like they've been able to shut down tight ends this year. Kansas City has. So if Kittle is able to get loose which he didn't have a big game in the, in the championship, in the conference championship. Yeah, he, I mean, he hasn't had a big game in, you know, quite some time. He had week 16 was his, you know, best game of the last five weeks, I'd say, which were 79 yards and touchdown. Before that, he had 134 yards. I mean, he just hasn't really seen the productivity. But I think it's also a part in the fact that, the I mean, attack. also, yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo had, what, like eight passes last yeah, it was it was insane. I mean, and it, well, we kind of talked about it, but I feel like if they need to go to the passing game, George but he's also so huge in the running game too. I mean, he's a great he's a great run blocker. I just think George Kittle it, it, for them to for the San Francisco 49ers to absolutely dominate this game, George Kittle is going to have to have a pretty decent game. I would like to see them stick kind of like what they went with last week and if that doesn't work, then they can open it up for Jimmy G but I don't want them to stray away from what they did and what was so successful versus the Packers and their defense, which has been pretty solid this year. Yeah. And then just kind of just fuck things up and then make it a passing game because that's not what Jimmy G does. You don't want to get into a passing match with Patrick Mahomes. No, absolutely. You, if this game turns into who can who can throw better or which passing offense is like, hey, let's go fucking toe-to-toe, you're going to lose. You're going to lose to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs 10 times out of 10 if you try to outpass them. Because that, that's what the Titans did. Mid-third quarter, early fourth quarter. With Ryan fucking Tannehill. Yeah. It's not going to work. I know Jimmy G's is a lot better, but that's just not what he's designed to do. He's Jimmy game manager. That's what he is. Yep. Which is kind of insulting because he's still a good quarterback. I mean, he doesn't turn the ball over. But still, um, my other impact player, it's for the Chiefs. It's Damian Williams, the running back for Kansas City. Um, The Niners' rush defense is ranked 17th in the league this year, which kind of surprised me. I guess their, pass, their passing defense is that, is that good. So I believe that Damian Williams, who's been the big back for them in the postseason, is going to have to have some big players on the ground to really open up that dangerous passing attack. And if San Francisco can shut down Williams and the other running backs, Darwin, fucking Thompson, and shit like that early. Sean McCoy. And then they can just key in on stopping the pass. See, and I think, they have a great passing defense. I think that's what they're going to do. Because, I mean, if you look at – the Chiefs' last two games versus the Texans and the Titans, uh, Daniel Williams had 12 attempts and 17 attempts. He didn't average over four yards of carry in either one, only averaged over three in one of those games. He's just not that effective. Yes, he can score in the red zone and score within the 10-yard line, but he's not that guy to bust off a 15, 20, 30-yard He yard. had that one good run against, against the uh, I guess it was Houston. They played Houston, right? Yeah. In the divisional round, he had a pretty good run there. Um, but that's what I'm saying. Like Patrick Mahomes has been their leading rusher, I, f- I believe, like the last the last two games, and that's why you can't shoot up field. lot Patrick Mahomes get those gaps in a rush. Um, I still think Damian Williams can be an impact player if they can get the running game going and really open up the passing game. That could be huge for them. So if 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 Damian Williams if Damian Williams gets hot early, then it's going to spell trouble for for the Niners. Yeah, I don't. I just don't see that happening with Damian Williams. I know he. He's not a bad running back, but he's not that talented. Is for sure, what I'll say. For sure. Um, so that's gonna. We're gonna talk about the coaching staff real quick. I mean, not much to talk about here. Andy Reid's been there before, and Kyle Shanahan hasn't. I mean, Kyle Shanahan is the prodigy. of uh, Mike Shanahan, um, the legendary coach from Washington, won a Super Bowl there. But Andy Reid's been there before. It was there with the Eagles and McNabb. They lost to the Patriots. Um, so the advantage is definitely leaning for Kansas City in the coaching department. Um, but Shanahan is a guy that sticks to the game plan, I feel like, and that's something that I, I, I can't I can't disagree with. Yeah, I mean, he's a young, good coach. These young coaches, I swear, just keep getting better and better. It's um, insane. They just know – they bring a different element to the game that the game is not used to seeing. Um, and, I mean, he's done a good job, so hats off to Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers. But Andy Reid is experienced. Even though he is a fat sack of shit, he knows what he's Walrus. doing. Walrus – Dude, there. I will say the Chiefs' shirts when they when they rolled in Miami were sick. You see him? I didn't see him. They're wearing like like Hawaiian shirts where they were red and white because he loves to wear Hawaiian shirts. Oh my it was, hilarious. No, I saw. Uh, it's just kind of weird how they live it up down there because George Kittle, as part of my take, Nick Bosa were on did a pizza review with Portnoy today. Yeah. So I mean, it's just it's down there. It's like vacation. Which, by the way, can we talk about Barstool and their fucking hotel they have down there in Miami? Yeah. Is that like the Barstool Hotel? Or so normally they run out of house, but this is the first year where New Amsterdam put them up in a.
0: With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors.
1: By, by the way, shout out Pink Whitney for that because I don't like yeah. they would not be there without it. Yeah. Um, but New Amsterdam Vodka put them up in a hotel. Downtown Downtown South Beach, and all the content creators besides Brandon Walker got a penthouse room with a ho- hot tub in it and three sixty degree deck view. But they did like they put like their logo up all over the hotel yeah. and plastered. They of- normally do that in the house they rent, but this time I guess. It was- anyway, I digress. Um, so that's like the game from our perspective, just some key matchups and stuff. Um, let's move on to the gambling aspect of it. We're gonna do the spread over under. We got some prop a prop bet sheet from Bovada for you guys. We're going to do two of our favorite player or game props and then a Super, a super Bowl MVP bet. Um, so a lot of gambling. We're doing units on everything besides the prop sheet. So that's just for fun. That's just for fun. Let's pick the spread. <clears throat> it's Niners. Our dogs by one and a half. I feel like I, feel like I just showed my hand there. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I'm, we, I'm, we, I'm, both have, we both have the Niners. I'm hammering the Niners, five units. I actually love them at Moneyline if you have them. I put five units of Moneyline. You can get anything at, at um, you know, plus anything. I got them at plus 110. So five units of that. Um, you know, you're looking at a, what is it, a, a six-unit return, a five, 5.5 return. I don't know what the Something fucking like math that. is. Uh, yeah, 5.5. I also have them. I had them at plus one in Moneyline. I, was putting, I just did three yeah. units on that. Yeah. So it's just – it's hard to see. I would, I would actually just say. I would say like I would not take the spread on this. Since it's so close. If you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna pick the Niners, pick moneyline. Because there's no. If the Niners don't win, the only thing you can do is push. So, at plus one, which that's where it is at a lot of books. So I would just say moneyline, just for the yeah. This is gold moneyline five units for me. Anyway, sorry to interrupt you. I just wanted to kind of. I kind of wanted to. You're good. I just did uh, moneyline at three units. So. There sorry, it is. sorry and, to all of our Chiefs fans out there, but. Um it's, it's not it's not anything against the Chiefs. It's just I think the 49ers have played that real and they're I think they're the better team. I think they're com- I think they're they're a more complete team. That's my thing. Like if you look at everything, special teams, all the Harrison Bucker has been nails this year. Um Oh yeah, has he? Why don't you ask ask him that against the Titans the first time they played? <laughs> um Well of late. Okay. But I, I just think like all around special teams punt game, Colquitt's an animal though too, though, for Kansas City, but defense and, and offense, you know, all around, um, I think the Chiefs are kind of one-dimensional on offense. Um, and it's not a bad thing because you have a phenomenal quarterback, but on defense, definitely not, I give the Niners the edge there. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, absolutely. I mean, people would say the Niners are almost one-dimensional on offense, but just because they can run the ball really well, I mean, you give, Jimmy G can do some shit with his arm. Yeah, I mean they also have a lot of weapons. They don't have near they don't have your Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, but they have George Kittle, Emmanuel Sanders, who is very like flies under the radar, as well as Debo Samuel. Yeah. So I mean, they can they can line it up too if they really want. Yeah. So that's the pick for us there. I almost want to call Cyrus and get his thoughts on it, but no, we're not going to do that. He'll rant on forever about how the Chiefs will win. Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I've been reading a lot of Chiefs fan stuff, and they've been kind of nervous, so they should be. Yeah. Next, we'll move on to the over/under. It is at fifty-four and a half. Is that what you had it at too? Uh, I did not have it. I just went with yeah, fifty-four and a half. I'm Fifty-four sorry. and a half is the over/under, which is pretty high for a Super Bowl, but with these two teams, dude, I don't know because I thought. Going into it, before I looked over under, I was like, oh, I'm thinking over all day long. But then I looked into it, 54 and a half, and it has me torn. Because I can really see both happening. Of their last five games apiece, six of those uh, would have would hit this under. So I think, honestly, that's what I'm going with. Because I'm just going to roll with all 49ers here. You just said um, they're going to dominate the just, game, like control not, the clock. Yeah, and that's why I said the 49ers have to slow this game down. We already talked about how they can't get into it. You know, QB shootout with Pat Mahomes, so I think they have to slow this game down, eat some clock out, and I think really in the third and fourth quarter, that's where this is gonna take into play. These five, six, seven-minute drives, they eat out the clock with eat out the clock, with Raheem Mostert. <laughs> um, so I think that I'm going under 54 and a half just because it is so high. And I'm gonna do two units on that. Okay. Um I'm actually gonna go with the over just because and this is this is a I'm not very confident I did five units on, on Niners money line. Um, I'm gonna do one unit on the over 54 and a half just because I was burned on the Niners when I did the under against the Packers. And I think the, the Chiefs have a better offense than the Packers do. And I can honestly see this game getting into like yes, I can see the Niners I can see the Niners just driving down the field. Seven, eight-minute drives. But my thing is the Chiefs can score so fucking quick, and they can score in a minute. Yeah, and then they can also not score at all, though. Is the thing. That, yeah, so I'm not, I'm not confident. That's why that's why it's the one unit for me. Um, but I'm going to do over at 54 and a half. All right. Which leads us into our prop. Should we do the you – know, yeah, let's do the, let's do the prop bet sheet first. No, let's do that last. Let's roll on with the actual picks that we're going to put okay. units on. Okay, so we're going to go two of our favorite player or game props for the Super Bowl – uh, both of mine are player props yeah and i mean it's just going to be kind of repetitive from not repetitive but like just, if i'm gonna stick with it i'm gonna stick with 49er stuff so that's how So i actually thinking. don't I have, I have one 49er player prop and a, no, a chief player prop so i do not because i found mine to be very very good i mean they're not value picks but they're good picks in terms of yeah this might happen. I'll go ahead and do mine first. Mine. You do one and I'll do one. Yeah, I'll do my first one first. My first player prop is Raheem Mostert anytime touchdown score. So it's just for him to score a touchdown at any point in the game, it's minus 130. I feel like if they're going to score multiple touchdowns, he's got to have one of them. Yeah. Minus 130, I'm doing two units on that. So, I mean, that's decent value. My first one is also a Raheem Mostert player prop. You'll love this one. You're probably going to hammer it. Um, over 16.5 rushing attempts. Minus 115, two units on that. I think they're going to have to stick with it. Like you said, they're not going to give it to Tevin Coleman. He had a shitload um, against the Packers. Um, And, I mean, Derrick Henry had 19, and they abandoned the run. Yeah, I mean. uh, Raheem Mostert, over 16 and a half. We might get that in the first half. Yeah, over 16 and a half rushing attempts, minus 115, two units for me. Okay. A lot of Raheem Mostert here. Raheem Mostert is also my second one. Raheem Mostert longest rush, over 14 and a half yards. That's a minus 145. I'm doing two units on that and listen to this why. In games with 10 or more rushing attempts for Raheem Mostert, so he has nine games where he has 10 or more rushing attempts, he has had a run of over 14 yards in eight of those. I like that. Then that's some deep diving research stuff that you guys don't hear anywhere else. <laughs> so I actually like that pick a lot. I don't like. I don't. I'm not in love with the minus one forty five aspect, um, but I, I don't mind it. Mine. I mean, this is this. Is, this is almost a no brainer to me. You'll like this because of how you think the game's going to play out. Harrison Bucker, over one and a half field goals made. Minus one thirty two units. That's it. Yep. So. Do you think – you're thinking that the Chiefs are going to get down there in the red zone. I don't know. I had to look up the stats on the San Francisco red zone defense, but I'm pretty sure it's fucking pretty phenomenal. Um, I think that – like, I do think the Chiefs are going to stall out on a couple drives. Um, there's also the over-under on him for points is eight – he's eight and a half. So they think he's going to get three field goals. But right here, it's only one and a half. Well, you yeah, I also think he could do – He could do extra points. Yeah, yeah I get it. extra points. I get it. But over this, – this does not count point after touchdown. Over 1.5 field goals made, minus 130, two units for me for Harrison Bucker there. So you got to think with the over-under, they usually set it at like team point totals. I don't know the Chiefs team point total, but it's probably right at 23 or 22, which would mean a couple field goals for Bucker in there. So I like that. I do like the over 1.5 field goals made um like you said though didn't look at 49ers red zone defense yeah stats but i can't see them being too bad um now we're also going to go into our deep deep dive super bowl mvp bet um i'm pretty sure it's the same one putting one unit on this raheem mostert yep it's mine. i mean then that's from this plus is, 650 is plus 650 plus I'm 700 on. is where i saw it at on on bavada and big big websites okay um if the 49ers win i feel like it almost has to be him yeah. Jimmy G is not going to get it unless they turn this into an air raid game. So it's he somehow wins. It's either going to be it's not going to be Jimmy G. It's going to be um, Patrick I saw Mahomes. That. And Jimmy G was wins. the second favorite next to Patrick Mahomes, I saw. Yeah. I don't know if they know something we don't, but Raheem Mostert is like the third or fourth favorite on there. Um, if the Niners win, it's going to be Raheem Mostert or some defensive player like, like Bosa. The only thing I can see is almost like a Tom Brady like situation from. A couple of years ago, when James White had three touchdowns in the Super Bowl, yeah, and they gave it to Tom Brady just out of they gave it to Tom Brady because Tom Brady's Tom Brady. If that makes sense, like that was a really redundant sentence. I know, but I just feel like they don't. I hope they don't feel like they have to give it to the quarterback. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, so, I agree. Uh, Sorry, I'm, I'm I'm texting Cyrus. No, you're fine. Uh, so, I, we both went Raheem Mostert. The value there alone is just incredible. So, when you put that, put it down on our sheet and put it at plus 700, because where I locked it in at was – I actually bet this earlier already. I put it at plus – I got it at plus 650. Yeah, I'll put it down at 700. It is, it's one unit. Yeah, so, that means unit. that's a fucking hell of a return if it hits. Yeah. Remember that one year, a couple years ago, when the, the Patriots were in their first – well, not their first, but Chris Long's first Super Bowl with the Patriots, when they were down 23 with the Falcons, and – I put hit him to win the Super Bowl MVP was plus ten thousand. I put ten dollars on it, which means I can't. Pretty sure I would have won a thousand dollars. And he had that. He sacked fucking Matt Ryan, forced the fumble, and damn near scooped it and returned it. But somebody else scooped it up, and I was like, "Oh my god!" If he gets a fucking sack, strip, fumble recovery, and touchdown, like. He, I was going crazy, but he didn't get it. I was just like that year if the Panthers would have won the Super Bowl. That Coney, Coney Ealy would have had it, which would have been awesome, M-I-Z. But, yeah, those are our actual gambling picks. Now we're going to turn it over to so our prop, prop bet. Real quick, I texted Cyrus because I didn't want to give him a call. Just ask him his thoughts on the Super Bowl. So, Cyrus, longtime listener of the podcast. Actually, two drunk brothers on the podcast was his number one listen podcast on Spotify in Shut 2019, up. which is fucking awesome. Um, day one listener, supports us all. I asked him – I said, give me your thoughts on the Super Bowl. Are you nervous? He said, the closer it gets, the more nervous I'm getting. This is just a new feeling for me. Usually I'm excited about the food and the games at Super Bowl parties, but this year it's completely different. Um, So I feel for him because I could not imagine – like it's been so long since the Rams were in a Super Bowl. The Dolphins ever do somehow – I mean, I wasn't even – we weren't even old enough to experience to to fathom it. So, like, I I do feel for him. Like, uh, my thoughts are going to be with him, but I – we're picking against you. We're picking Sorry, against man. you. Sorry, bud. You know, but historically we don't do that great on Super Bowls. But, I mean, fair <laughs> enough for him. He, I mean, he has his team in it, but he is also in a bracket challenge with us where if the 49ers win, he wins that. That one pool. Yeah. So, there's a little bit of upside if his team does lose the Super Bowl, but I bet he would not miss that money if the Chiefs won. No, no. But just the fact that there they're, they're is huge for him. So, let's move on to the prop sheets. Um, we're just going to roll through these really quickly. The first one, how long will it take Demi, Demi, Lovato, Demi. <laughs> Demi Lovato to sing the U.S. National Anthem? Bovada has it at over or under two minutes and four seconds, which I feel like every year our timing it's right at two minutes and something. So it's kind of weird. Barstool Bats put out a thing the the day that was like a minute 56. But I'm pretty sure this two minutes and four seconds is a lot more accurate and this is what books have, especially in Vegas. I wanna go over because she it's kind of her comeback tour. So she always carries out long notes. They had me this right now. They had stats up and when she performs it for like big events, so like playoff games, all star games or whatever, things like that. I think like her average was like one like right around two minutes. She went as low as like 155 and as high as like 211. So this is going to be really close. I feel like it's right right in the middle. I feel like it's going to be like 202 or like 205. I'm going over. I'm going to have to hit the over too. People are making like drug jokes about it, how she's going to do drugs in the middle of it. People are fucking fucked up. Yeah, we're both going over. It's the same people that are making jokes about Kobe Bryant. so. So the over is minus 130. You can actually bet that. I honestly might. Uh, yeah. Um, so, coin toss, heads or tails? Uh, they're both the same. I'm going to go tails. Tails never fails. I do it every year. Yeah, I'll go tails too. Um, who's going to win the coin toss? Both minus 105. I don't know who calls it. I don't it. know who calls it either, so we'll skip that one. Um, which coach will we mention first on TV after the kickoff? Andy Reid or Kyle Shanahan? I'm going to go Kyle Shanahan just because he's super young. And his dad was a coach. Who coached in the Super Bowl. And that's – I kind of like that, too, because if you were to bet at Kyle Shanahan's even, I feel like they could say a lot more about Kyle Shanahan because Andy Reid has been in the playoffs a lot, and he's just been around a while. Yeah. Think. Shanahan, he's young. His dad's been there, and they'll probably show his I like dad it. on TV. I like it. First offensive play of the game. Will it be a pass play or a run play? It just depends who gets it. It really does. So – but run – I'm going to still have to go run. Run's minus 145. Yeah. If the 49ers get it they are 1,000% running. Yeah, that's – like, if you get it, might as well – if you could parlay the Niners winning the toss with a run play, <laughs> I mean, might as well fucking do Some it. Some uncut gems action. Yeah, with, with opening tip, for those of you who haven't seen uncut gems. Um, will the opening kickoff be a touchback? Yes or no? No is plus 130, by the way. So this is something that me and also longtime listener Ethan Short have talked about. They have talked. They have taken out a lot of kickoffs in the Super Bowl, or not in the Super Bowl, but in the playoffs this year. Like a lot of the kickoffs have been returned. So I am going to say, what is it? No, is plus one thirty. I'm still saying yes because you're gonna, I, you're gonna you don't want to you don't want to fuck up the first play of the Super Bowl by running it out and fucking fumbling. It. But you could also run out the first play just like Mizzou did against Oklahoma and returned it for a touchdown. yeah that was an a, electricity by down. the way. That was that was a shitty kickoff. Um I don't know, can't see the odds on this cuz my printer sucks ass. <laughs> um but we're going to go ahead and skip that one. Go on to the next one. Which commercial will air first, Donald Trump or Mike Bloomberg? There's been a lot of fucking Mike Bloomberg commercials on the playoffs. And Mike Bloomberg's and that's, 20, here's the thing too plus two twenty five. I don't think Donald Trump cares enough to spend that much in commercial. So items. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go Bloomberg." What is Bloomberg? Plus two twenty five. Okay, I'll do that too. I like that. Who? Which team will commit the first penalty of the game? They're both the same odds minus one ten. I'm going the Chiefs just because I think they're less less disciplined. I'm gonna go the Forty Nine ers. I think they'll get him on like a defensive holding or past interference call. Okay. Um, what will the first scoring play be? Which is crazy to me that a field goal or safety is plus one hundred and thirty, and a touchdown is minus one hundred and seventy. I mean, a lot of teams slow out that first drive. But like it all, it all boils down to who gets it first. If, to me true. if the Niners get it first, I would bet field goal if the Chiefs got. 1st yes, I touchdown. mean, if I'm betting this, I'm going field goal or safety because I'm not putting down minus one hundred and seventy. Yeah, odds on a field touchdown. goal. Field goal is the pick. This is a good one. Um. Total points scored in the first half, over or under twenty six and a half, which is – we might as well not talk about that because we've already talked about over or under. I don't know. I think I could do over in the first half. Yeah, I could see it being high. I mean, obviously I'm going over for the game, so I'm going to go over for first half as well. We're going to skip number 12 because it's kind of dumb how many songs we play during the halftime show. Yeah, that's absurd. I mean, which Can we talk about the halftime show? Not looking forward to J-Lo and Shakira. I'm sorry. I get that they're trying to tailor to the – I guess environment that Miami. Yeah, it's in Miami. Is, yeah, yeah, It's in Miami. Yeah. And there's a lot of Hispanic Latinos, and Latino yeah. culture there, but not feeling JLo and Shakira. So. Yeah, we'll see. Will a successful field goal be kicked in the third quarter? Super random. <laughs> what? Yeah. Why the third? I don't know. This is Bavada's prop sheet bet for your party, so you can print these off and have everyone filling out. I like it. Yeah, I'll I do too. Yeah. I say yes, minus one ten, which yes. is the, the the underdog. Underdog at minus 110. No, I don't know why. Why? Why the third quarter? I don't know. I don't know. Total, number 15, total passing yards for Patrick Mahomes. Over, this is this was high. That's Over 305.5 or under 305.5. I'm going under. It's the dog in the Niners. Have a, I feel like we've picked all underdogs, but 305 yards is a lot. It's a lot against the Niners. I mean, that's plus 110. Um, I think Vegas is just like – I mean, if this game is a shootout, then they might win or maybe they'll lose. I don't know what people are leaning – but I feel like they have this game as, like, a high-scoring, ass high-yarded shootout game, which is really odd with the 49ers defense. But I like the under here. Yeah. Um, the next one is how many rushing yards will Damian Williams have? Over or under 51 and a half? Under. I think the Niners are going to win, so I'm going to go under too. I know he was my, my impact player with the Chiefs, but I just don't see that happening. Um, I mean, it's a lot of yards for Damian Williams, considering yeah. they have so many running backs and Patrick Mahomes running the ball. Yeah. Will Tyree Kill score a touchdown? Yes or no? I'm going to have yes. to go with yes on that one. Minus, minus 150. 150, it's obviously the favorite. No is plus 115. And, again, my computer cut off 18. So, we're going to roll to 19. We already had – that was one of them. Will, that was my will he bet. mustard score – mustard. mustard. Mustard score touchdown, yes or no? Yes is the favorite at minus 130. I'm going to say yes. That well. was my prop player prop. Yep. So. How many receiving yards will Debo Samuel have? Over or under 52 and a half? I'm going to say under. Say I say under two. He started out the last game really strong with like two receptions for like 45 yards, and then they quit throwing it. And then that's the dog at plus 120. So good value there. Um, who will have more receptions? Travis Kelsey or George Kittle? Kelsey. I'm going to go with Kelsey too. They're both the same, minus 115. Um, will there be a successful two point conversion in the game? Yes is plus 220, and no is minus 300. This is tough. I mean, because theoretically, the team is down. You know, twenty-four to sixteen. I, I, you know, successful is another word. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm just gonna say no. Minus three hundred. Just stay away from that at all costs. Um, and then will there be a missed PAT conversion? Yes or no? I don't have the odds, but do you think there'll be a there'll be a miss point after touchdown? No. What are the odds on no? I don't. I I can't tell because oh. my computer cut it off. But um, I'm gonna go ahead and say no as well. Um, and then. The last one is which team won the Super Bowl, Niners or Chiefs? And then um, pull up some other ones. I feel like we missed some, some big ones this year. This one's not as cool as it's been in years past. I mean, I don't really know where we could find them with odds on them. Yeah, what I'm saying so. I don't have. I don't have any. Like I said, I mean, those that was just kind of for fun. Yeah. Which. But is... you got our other bets. We got a lot for you this week. Um, Super Bowl is obviously a big time. It's fun to bet. Even if you've never bet before, I would advise opening up an account on Bovada, depositing 10, 20 bucks, just having some fun. A unit for you could be $3. So Jared is advising gambling, but bet responsibly. Mm-hmm. Always. Always. Always bet responsibly. Don't don't bet more than you're willing to lose. As well, as well, as, or don't as well. bet more than you have to lose. That's true too. <laughs> um, so like I said, if you want to get into it, let us know. We can send you a code. Um, all that good stuff. It, it's a fun time. And if you win some money because of us, we'd love to see some first-time gamblers win some money. But I think it's going to do it for Episode 65, our Super Bowl episode. This is the second year? Yeah, second year we've done a Super Bowl episode. So, Yeah. Um, going strong. Good luck with your gambling. Have fun. Cheese fans, hopefully it's a good game. Me and Jarrett don't have a dog in the fight. So just enjoy going it. Our, enjoy going it on our bets as usual. But – till uh next week so next week's gonna be a big one next week we got um xfl starts next weekend so we'll have a full we're gonna try to break it down as best we can based on how we teams how we think teams are going to finish talk about some gambling odds for the xfl um maybe some futures for the xfl and also john johnny Jones, jones fights next weekend we'll talk about ufc 247 but so next week we'll take it that easy part, happy end yeah that part, uh, that part that part that part that part okay 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 that, that part beggars can't be choosers bitch this ain't your yeah. nigga with an attitude i feel like oh walking living legend man. i feel like Kobe, Kobe. i just left the strip club got some glitter on me Wifey gonna kill me, she the female OJ Y'all don't feel me, man, this ain't okay Four seasons, take a shower, new clothes, I'm reloaded uh, Rich niggas still eating catfish uh, That bitch ain't really bad, that's a catfish uh, If I walk up out of sass,
0: how the paparazzi doing this dinner.